find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last. Behind the baller. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? You are now listening to the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast produced by the Dust Brothers and always recorded in 8K high doge finishing sound. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call professional podcasting, museum quality podcasting. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. And let's get right the fuck into it, okay? Ain't got no time to play games, man. Cryptocurrency. We got a little bull, bull run, you know, a little bull, little bully run. And uh, by the way, Doge, out of nowhere, just made a little creep. You know what I'm saying? Crept up, made a little run. Almost crept up the 30 cents this weekend. Um, But yeah, shit. Bitcoin hit, what, 64 bands? Had a mean little bull. Not a Chicago bull. I'm talking about a motherfucking real bull. You know what I'm saying? Like a Lamborghini bull run earlier this week. And uh, so did Ethereum. That shit jumped up like crazy. And what's funny is Elon Musk has been trending for like the last like 48 hours. And look, man, I ain't going to say nothing negative about dude. I've said what I've had to say. You know, one of my best friends idolizes the dude. And it's just like, look, man, I try to tell dude because he's so young and impressionable. Like, look, man, I get it. There's people who are billionaires and you're impressed by that and everything. You're still on that shit. Like, I know what motherfuckers are. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, because I know people. You know what people people are and whatever. And that could be cool for some people and it could not be cool for a lot of people. I knew what R. Kelly was like prior to all the bullshit. And a lot of people didn't, right? And some people say, well, you said, it's none of my business to say anything, right? I just decided to choose not to fuck with dude. And, you know, you carry yourself on. You'd be like, all right, cool. You tell who you need to tell. And, you know, if someone's around, someone's in danger, you let motherfuckers know. Other than that, man, you know, is it snitching? I don't know. I just I just don't get into Elon's business or anything. And what's funny is Elon will say some shit and motherfuckers will eat it up. And a lot of the geeks that follow him, they fuck with him, right? Because, you know, this dude is, Elon likes to fuck bitches. He likes to date, you know, here and there, whatever. And he has his little clothes, you know, behind closed doors, uh, you know. Um, what the fuck is the word I'm trying to look for? Not guilty pleasures, whatever. But he has his own little life, right? That That's outside of his thing. People are like, oh, he's such an amazing dad and blah, blah. How the fuck you know that? And some people are probably like, yo, what are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying, you know, like there's a certain extent of, of, of how you can tell and how you know and whatever. But look, dude, he's a brilliant person. I get it. But at the same time, people say, oh, you know, nothing's perfect. So, you know, when it comes to autonomous, you know, driving cars and stuff, you know, it has to be perfect. You know what I mean? Or, or, or lives will be lost, you know. And again, remember, I'm a Tesla owner. So I'm just saying, you know, you have to take this shit with the grain of salt before you start, you know, blaming people. But people really get in and so deeply involved. Remember, Instagram is not the place cryptocurrency is chatted about. That is not the fucking social media platform for cryptocurrency. Twitter is where that shit, you know, resides. Now, of course, it's on Reddit too. But I'm talking about motherfuckers who actually have a life. Not no motherfucking straight up geeks who get no pussy ever. Okay. And 
Elon Musk addressed something about Dogecoin Foundation. And he had said, neither me nor Jared, who I guess is his business manager, whatever, are affiliated whatsoever with this Dogecoin Foundation. And when he said that shit, it fucked a lot of people up. Now, a lot of people, meaning the cryptocurrency community, and especially the Dogecoin community. Now, you guys know, I love the Dogecoin community. You know, there's so many people involved in Doge that I love, except for a couple guys who are just literally out there for themselves or out there for clout and just want to be famous off it. That's just weird to me. So I kind of just like, eh, it is what it is. You know, whatever. Fucking super fake, geeky ass motherfuckers slap the shit out of these motherfuckers. But they're not about that life at all whatsoever. The thing is, Elon reached out to a few key people who sit on the board currently of the Dogecoin Foundation. Okay. So that's kind of confused people, right? It confused a lot of people because, you know, can't say you're not affiliated with shit when, you know, you brought some people in. It's just weird. It's not provocative. It's just some strange ass shit. And then on top of that, you know, he kind of redeemed himself in some ways to me. This is like redeeming yourself. Someone asked him, say, hey man, do you hold any Shiba Inu coin? And he's like, I do not. And Shiba's making a little run right now, right? It had like a, had some growth in like the last, uh, like in the last week and went crazy, right? But I got everything I need. Like I'm not fucking with Shiba Inu. It's just weird. You know, when you see McDonald's and then you see McDowell's, we're not talking about McDonald's and Carl's Jr. We're not talking about McDonald's and fucking Burger King, McDonald's and Wendy's. We're talking about McDonald's against McDowell's. You're talking about a straight bite. You're talking about a coin that was based off a meme of a Shiba Inu. And then you're talking about you can have a coin called Shiba Inu. Come on, man. What kind of cornball goofy ass shit is that? Anyways. You know, they got their little community and they're, you know, it's it's like the little, like they're really the strong geek, dumb fuck community, right? And they got people, but cool, cool. But Elon had said, I'm not, I don't fuck with it. I'm not having no shit, whatever, boom. You didn't know Vitalik, the founder of Ethereum, they gifted him like 1.5 trillion coins or billions, some, some ridiculous amount of number, like half the fucking actual um, supply of sheep. And he gave that, she burned that shit already. What did he do? Gave it to charity, whatever. He just give, didn't give a fuck. But they're still trying to go on. Now, the thing is, Elon disclosed that he only holds three cryptocurrencies. And that is BTC, ETH, and Doge. Okay? Which happens to be the only three I currently hold myself. I do not hold ADA anymore. All right? Um... People are trying to push Solara on me. Is that what it is? Solana, Solara, some shit. SOL, whatever the fuck it is. And the crazy part about the whole situation is Elon talked about why he fucked with Doge so hard. And he said when he was talking to the developers at SpaceX and the people that are working on all these fucking projects with them, they all said they invested in Doge because Doge is the people's cryptocurrency. And it is. So that's that. You know, and I've said this before, Doge is a crypto, you know, is, is the people's crypto. You know, Bitcoin's a different shit, very exclusive, very limited, you know, but you don't have to buy one coin. You could buy a hundredth of a coin. You could buy, you know, shit and your money can still go up. That's what people don't understand. People don't still don't get that. They're like, oh, you know, I hold six Bitcoins. I have two Bitcoins. I have one. Motherfucker, you could have 0.3 Bitcoin and still eat. And you would have ate when Bitcoin dropped down to fucking 39, 40 just a couple weeks ago and just held it. You know, back to Elon, 
what's crazy is I'm supposed to have a meeting with the man this Friday. But you know what? I never know what the fuck expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, you know, and I'm not tripping either at the same time. But apparently someone's handling all the accommodations and all the travel and everything. I'm not tripping. You know, um, my accountant, uh, my business manager, Suleiman, he kind of had set it up and everything. And I'm like, I'm chilling, you know. And I had to go through a mean, and I mean mean, mean fucking security clearance. I can't tell you guys where this meeting is, but I can say it's not in California. Okay, so let's see what happens. I, I don't like, you know, I, I'm not banking. I shit, who knows? If uh, the meeting were to take place on Halloween, this is where it is. It could be fucking him. It could be Jeff Bezos. Baby, I don't give a, I have zero care to meet Jeff Bezos. Uh, the only reason why Elon's got, you know, the thing with Elon is, is we have mutual friends. But more so than that, I, I like Tesla's to a certain extent. Um, there's the doge factor and then there's a the networking thing, right? I, I don't like, there's nothing I care about Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, you know, used to until my cousin had, you know, rest in peace. Rex had an issue with, you know, Microsoft and all that shit. It went down, but bills that, you know, avid car collectors, other shit. So, so a sex freak, which is, you know, maybe we do have more in common than we think. I don't know, you know, um, but other like billionaires and stuff, I don't, I don't give a fuck. So what I was saying is, if there was someone really famous or someone I really fuck with and they wanted to meet me on Halloween, it's just not going to happen. Halloween is this weekend. So like there's even a school thing going on at my kid's school Friday for the families to kind of dress up and everything. It's a half day at school. And um, my wife is upset I'd be missing that if I do this meeting with Elon this Friday. So who knows? Um, I got a backup costume ready to go. But pretty much if this meeting with Elon was supposed to happen on, on Halloween, I'd have to miss it because my wife is real lenient with my work and my travel and she don't get on my case about shit like that. She understands, okay? She knows what, you know, how this household works and how things work between us. But the only exceptions are I cannot miss, I cannot ever miss any of the kids' birthdays, obviously, okay? Can't miss her birthday, our anniversary, for the kids now, Easter, Christmas, and Halloween. Everything else don't really matter, but Halloween is like their biggest thing. Back in the day, Easter was the number one holiday, and then Christmas. They didn't understand presents and all that shit. They were too young. Now, Halloween, Christmas, those are big fucking holidays. They're the biggest in our home. Some people say, oh, Christmas, of course, but it wasn't always big. It's more of the family factor, you know, and plus the pandemic, you know, so it's different. Thank God we have a decent-sized family. Okay. Now, when it comes to my birthday, I personally do not give a single fucking shit about my birthday. And I haven't for many years. My 40th was kind of cool, you know, but everything else, I don't give a shit. Maybe on my 50th, I'll go ham. But, you know, we'll see. And it makes my wife so fucking upset that I don't give a fuck about my birthday because for her, she wants to, you know, it's like the girl's birthday month, da, 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 whatever. It's like, I've done everything. I don't care. I don't need anything. I don't want any gifts. So like when she tries to plan a dinner or a party, even like, you know, I'm like, I don't really care. And um, she just gets so fucking upset. So again, don't know. I'm supposed to have this meeting. But uh, by the way, guys, okay, so I am recording the show right now. Sunday night, it is uh, 11.30 p.m. Um, I know there was an earthquake yesterday or two days ago, sorry. Was it? No, nah, no, nah, yesterday, right? Yeah, it would be Sunday. I don't fucking know. Because the show comes out Monday, Sunday morning. Uh, but I didn't feel it because I wasn't around. Um, anyways, 
The reason why I'm recording the show now at nighttime is because at 7 a.m. I'm going to be on a plane headed to the 206 to go see my Seahawks play a do-or-die must-win game on Monday Night Football. All right, another primetime game for the Seahawks, but we will talk about sports later. I'm going to get into this shit right now. So I couldn't record in the morning because, um, I mean, I couldn't. I didn't have time. And on top of that, I'm beat the fuck up. You know, I went on a little vacation, you know, this weekend with my family on the super outskirts of Southern California. Let me tell you guys. The Korean John Cusack, Odesu, your boy, I might fuck around and buy some open land and build a compound in a fucking random ass area, okay? I was up in the hills, a desert hills, um, near a nice lake, not that far away. You know, you're, you're, we're in side-by-sides and shit, near tarantulas, rattlesnakes, coyotes. And uh, for, see, hold on, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For two and a half days, I didn't have no running water. We had no electricity, plug-in electricity, you know what I'm saying? I had to obviously have generator in my RV for, yeah, almost three days, right? And uh, we were dispersed, you know, off the grid. And it was definitely a getaway. It was for um, my brother-in-law's wife's family's uh, nephew's um, birthday. And my kids loved it, you know? But I'm also tired from driving the RV. It took a few hours to get there. Traffic was bad on Friday afternoon. And since it was dispersed camping, you know, just the way like certain things were going as far as like washing up and, and fucking taking the shit and all that other stuff. Getting to our campground was really stressful as well, too, because I'm in a fucking 11,000, fuck, 11,000 pounds is how much my my rig weighs. And going up like gravel. And if you hit the gas at more than 2,500, you will just spin out of control and then everyone just fucking dies in the RV. It's like literally, it was like one of those sketchy ass things. We made it, it ended up working out. It was beautiful. What I was really impressed with is we've had the RV for almost a year so I can gauge things. Most of the time, 95% of the time, we're somewhere where we can plug in, okay? Somewhere that has, you know, at least water or plug-in, full hookups. Um, sometimes though we go to places that don't have uh, dump stations, which is fine. But the beautiful thing about this is I, I was able to do everything we needed to do, run the heat, run the TV, you know, be able to chill out, whatever. And we didn't run out of propane. We had heat. Okay. Uh, we had the ovens running. You know, we had the fucking, all the power we needed for the cell phones and for the laptops and the TVs and all that shit. Um, the homies hired a taco catering truck. I don't know how the fuck they got up the mountain, but they did. And how the fuck all this, you know, it's crazy because, um, the homies live there. You know, they're living there right now. They've been there for like three weeks. And this dude took six months to build this area. And um, there's a trailer, you know, they live in a trailer, but you know, there's reservoirs and shit, but it's like, you know, it's, it's I think a lot of you, it's it's different. It's some cowboy living. And uh, we had tacos. We had a motherfucking birthday party, cake, piñatas, had fucking Estrella, Jalisco's. We had fucking, uh, you know, Casamigos and shit, all this stuff and everything else. And I'm not trying to fuck up my Captain Morgan plug. You know, I, I do drink the Captain Morgan for real, for real. But, you know, we're out there cooking, you know, cooking breakfast, uh, pancakes and shit, eggs and stuff, um, chorizo and eggs, quesadillas. By the way, 
forgot to mention this. Nicolette is eating meat again now. Okay. She did not eat meat from 2002 to 2021 to earlier this year. Yo. Okay. She almost went 20 fucking years without eating red meat, chicken or anything. Okay. She had fish most of the time, but then she did, she also went, you know, years without having fish. But yeah, you know, we couldn't wash no dishes. We had, we have, it was sink and everything, but I wasn't like, I wanted to make sure that my water tank, my fresh water tank was good enough to last us for the whole time. So like immediate, like, you know, if we had to wash our hands, it was fucking dirty as shit. Our kids' nails are all greasy and stuff. Had enough water for that. Okay. No showers at all whatsoever. One shower and we would have fucking ran through. You have no idea how much water you run through. When I think about even at my house, you know, my electricity bill is anywhere. My water and electric bill is monthly. It's not two months, um, every two months. I'm sorry. I was going to say by month. What the fuck? It's not every two months. My water bill and electricity bill is every month. And that bitch is from $15 to $2,400. It fluctuates from that. So on bad months, that shit is fucking two bands a month. And it's just no fun. And we use, it says we use enough water for usually like seven households. It's crazy. Like, oh, you should conserve. You go fuck yourself. Okay. I work. I do what the fuck I need to do. I work extra hard. And I make sure we could do what we kind of do. We don't waste shit. Right. We'll take a longer shower. That's wasting you. Fuck you. Okay. But yeah, no showers for my wife is like an unreal task. That's like the, un, that's like the most forbidden thing in the world. You can maybe slap my wife before you could tell her she can't take a shower. So it was crazy. We didn't take a shower for two and a half days. And then the kids uh, brushing our teeth with bottled water. Um, we only had one bar of signal. And most of the time we were walking around the areas, we had no signal. But you know what? The drive there put me in a good mood. I was like, yo, back on the road in the desert. It's good for the soul. Just the, the views. Just knowing anything I needed was in that fucking RV. Worst case scenario. If I had to go through the water, weather, boom, good. I'll find a place, use a hose, boom. Everything I need. We got closet space. We got three beds in that bitch. We do have enough food, had enough snacks. We overdo the shit. You know what I mean? I got fucking, you know, a hundred bottles of water. Got ice packs. We got fucking, you know, first aid kits. And we have just, we it, literally, the only thing we would need is bottled water. If we had to kill a lot, but we probably have to take some showers, you know, after maybe four days, but it's good. The kids loved it. And um, the best part about this whole trip was running the side-by-sides, you know, trailing them out there, running the side-by-sides, you know, had a Polaris, had a Can-Am, and um, running up in the hills and going hard. Having the kids with us is fun, going through, like, really just areas that were literally man-made roads. And you see, like, you know, and we're going out there, motherfuckers are going hard. I was like, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, like, you know, I've been off-roading before in Jeeps and stuff, but this was like a different level. It was pretty crazy. We're going down some really fucking steep, sketchy-ass hills. So it was kind of crazy, you know? So I was kind of being chill with my kids. But then we went out, boom, we started going crazy, catching the sunsets out there, having that. It felt like Yellowstone, you know, except we ain't no mafia and we ain't got that kind of bread. But found out that the homie's uncle owns a shitload of that land. And he's like, yo, bro, we have 35 acres of this right here. And he's showing me the area, like right here, 35 acres for sale for under half a million dollars, like under $500,000 for 35 acres. And I know it's far away, but what the fuck are you talking about? And I even said, what the fuck? Then, you know, spending that time there, my brother-in-law, Vince, he's out there 
last few weeks. And I'm wondering why the fuck he's going out there like, yo, bro, it's a lot far ass drive. But of those 35 acres, there's several, more than, there's there's a lot of acres you could actually have livable land in that, right? Yeah, you're going to move around some shit here and there. I don't got to do all that stuff. Someone else could do it for me. But I could literally see myself making this place my getaway, my family's getaway. And if shit got that bad in LA, like ever, like really whatever, I got a place we could hang out for, for a few years or a few weeks or whatever the fuck it needs to be, you know, like, and just really just bunker up. And the best part about it is I could build a fortress, like real sick gate, have trees around the gates. So you don't know what the fuck it is unless you're in a helicopter, build a pool, have a cabanas and shit, build a basketball court in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I get it. All for under a fucking million dollars. Like easily under a million dollars. And that's with like 35 acres of fucking land and still be like less than a few hours away from downtown LA. And the best part about it with my my credit and everything else, I could finance this shit for just a couple G's a month. So like, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I made a final decision, but I'm thinking about it. Shit is kind of crazy, right? Um, meanwhile, I asked my followers this week if and how much they had invested in cryptocurrency. Going back to investing, sorry guys, pivoting back. And um, 41% said they haven't yet. And 100% of me is wondering why. Like, what are you waiting for? For it to go lower, to go higher? Like, what? Like it was on sale recently. Some people say, oh, we're broke. We don't have no money here and there. Y'all got money for Jordans? Y'all got money for fucking, you know, Balenciaga shoes, right? And your other, even fake outfits, you know? Some good fake shit. You bought a fake Richard Mill? Watch, for 300, 400 bucks. Okay, look, debt is at all them all-time high. It's the highest it's ever been. Debt companies are scared. They're fucking taking credit away. I said this at the beginning of the pandemic. I had a Capital One card for 45 Gs on it, limit. They brought that shit down to 10 bands. I'm like, fuck this card. I'm using this card. I parked it. It's just 10 Gs credit. I'll never use them. Just have it on the side just to build my credit up, just to have it there, not close an account. Okay. Some of you guys got it all the way fucked up. If you can drink Starbucks daily or even eat Chick-fil-A daily but can't buy a little Doge, right? Or, you know, Cardano, Ripple, something. You'd be surprised what shit would be at right now if you put a little bread in Doge. If you was putting, you know, five bucks a day for a month, 150 bucks, boom, then keep going in, in January and February. Back in the beginning of this year, right? You would have some bread right now. No bullshit. Way more than the fucking savings or anything else. And then no, don't go buy some fucking Gucci and all this shit. Okay? We got people out here so fucking desperate to impress other people on social media. Like it's sad. But in reality, they're struggling to pay rent. And I said rent. Not even close to owning any property. And part of that's not their fault because they don't have the information. And I'm sitting here telling you guys. Here's the information. Here's the game. You could. Crypto could get you there. That's no bullshit. You know? Because I've made millions in crypto. Millions. Multi-millions of dollars. Eight figures in crypto profit. We need to normalize that expensive cars and clothes and dinners are useless if you really can't do that. For real. Like on a regular, like some understand for a birthday, whatever, cool, for a dinner. But if you can't really be in that car like that, don't be in it. I just found out there's a management service 
in China that's, that lets models, like there's like they said the service, these models rent a Lamborghini and 27 girls use that same Lamborghini to take pictures and get content in it, okay? And they do the same thing with the Birkin bag. They'll rent it for a few weeks. They do the same thing with a sick hotel view in Shanghai or something, or like the Ritz-Carlton. They literally, each girl pays about a hundred, you know, a few hundred dollars each, a few hundred bucks, and they go out there and cap and act like they live this life just to get content. And I'm asking, this is good for what? Like, what is this good for? What does this do? Okay. For the first time ever, we really have jobs available. Okay. People say unemployment. Nah, we got jobs available, but nobody wants to work because that EDD, the stimulus, all the other bullshit. Like literally, Domino's Pizza is closing down locations, not due to lack of business or, or lack of demand, but lack of drivers to deliver the fucking pizzas. Like we live in a fucked up world, y'all. Yes, there are people out there who do not want to work for shitty wages. And I agree, you shouldn't. You should get paid if you deserve to get paid. If you're working hard, you should get paid. Back in the day, like I said, I didn't even know this till recently. You could buy a fucking house if you worked at McDonald's back in the day. You can't do that shit now because inflation's crazy. But somehow these CEOs of these major companies, whether it be Amazon, whether it be a fucking hospital, they've increased their net worth by millions and billions. These hospital CEOs getting crushing it right now in the hospitals. Okay, but regular Joes don't want to work for $15 anymore, even $25 an hour because they can't buy a house with those wages and everyone should be able to live somewhere, you know, nice if they work for it. Like even during the pandemic, these CEOs didn't take any real L's. Like we got to figure out this wealth gap and it's something that bothers me. It's bad. You know, the worst I've ever seen in 50 years of living. Now, with all this shit, with the watches and everything that's going on, there has to be a major correction coming soon. All right. And again, that's not just with watches, but with cars, real estate. You can't, Crips can't be going up like that. Everything can't keep going up. Like, where the fuck is the money coming from? Okay, I don't know. There has to be a correction. But here to speak about some of that, at least with the cars part, is my boy Ali from Car Trackers. He actually bought my old Range Rover. I think it was like a 2019 or 2020. I forgot. It was a, it was the latest body. He bought it. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But yo, listen, I want to let you guys know, look, we're back to having guests on the show again on BTB. So we might fuck around and have two episodes per week a little quicker. I don't know yet. But next week, the week after, and the week after, I got my boy Eli. He's my friend who got caught up in some Hollywood bullshit over a homicide from a model who, you know, he had nothing to do with it, really. Like, I'm sorry, he didn't commit the homicide. He's being blamed for the shit. He's a, a whole big mess. He's going to speak on that, like, for the first time ever on BTB. He's going to speak on it here on the fucking podcast, on Behind the Baller, before anywhere else. And he's dropping a book. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I think it's going on next week or the week after. I'm not sure yet. You know, Jordan's going to tell me the schedule. We got my girl, Ruby Rose. She's an old friend of mine. I know people know her from her being, you know, natural baddie with the ass that's real and whatever. And some know her from being Playboy Cardi's ex-girlfriend and whatever it may be. Look, I've known this chick since, like, since she was real young. Sorry, she's still 21, I believe. But um, definitely of age, not 
doing funny shit going on. That's just a homie. Got her coming on. She's all about catching a bag lately. You know, I want to talk about, see what the fuck she's doing with her money, right? But right now, we got my boy Ali from Car Trackers to talk about this insane car inflation going on with new and used cars. So, Miles? <laughs> see, I just say Miles. I don't even got to tell him. I don't even got to tell him anymore. I hear that leaky beat already, you know, boom. All right, you know, we're good. All right, listen, we'll be right back after we pay some bills. Slow is just the right term or, you know, feel if you're on vacation, right? Or talking about a sloth or describing QuickBooks, more like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system. Because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash baller right now. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash baller. netsuite.com slash baller. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. The best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies. We get oil changes for our cars, right? To prevent bigger issues down the road. We see the doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies to prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly, well, some of us do, to avoid a messy house. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself and keeping your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and behind the baller listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp dot com slash baller go to betterhelp.com slash baller that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com slash baller yo what up btb army we got my man ali from car trackers in the house man he's going to talk about just the whole shit that's going on with the car game i know what's going on and I speak about it, and I do make my bread off it, but this dude does this for a living. It is his livelihood. Ali, what's good, my brother? Not nothing much, man. How's everything going with you? Everything's good, dog. Everything's good, man. So um, tell me a little bit about your business. Uh, so car trackers, what we do is we purchase cars uh, pretty much from the public. 
We're kind of like a mobile CarMax, you could say. So we purchase cars throughout California, through Nevada, Arizona, Texas. Uh, but the, what we do is we buy cars through FaceTime. So, what the um, fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, every car we buy is through FaceTime. I mean, we get a few people that want to come to our office because they can't believe it. But I would say 95% of the cars we buy is through FaceTime. Okay. And we're buying almost 200 cars a week. So keep it above. Hold on. 200 cars a week? Holy shit. How many people in your company right now? So right now, we on our sales side and admin, we got about like 15. And then just drivers. And we have a lot of third-party companies uh, that we use to pick up our vehicles. Right. Um, so like I would say in-house, we have about like 10 drivers. And then the rest is just third-party. Okay. Real quick before we get into cars. Do me a favor. Tell the people right now. How hard is it to get fucking trailers right now? Like tr transportation for cars? It's, I mean, you can't get cars right now. It's tough. It's Bro, it took, I mean, it took three fucking weeks for me to get my wife's brand new car from Chicago. It shouldn't have fucking took three fucking days. Yeah, tr transport's ridiculous. I mean, transport prices have gone oh up. Oh my crazy. God. Okay. Like I say, cars from Texas for four fifty right now. I just paid eight hundred dollars to get a car here. Okay, do me a favor. Tell the people from L.A. to San Francisco, how much should it cost to transfer a half million dollar supercar? Just what do you think, roughly? Like two years ago. Two years ago. I mean, two years ago we're talking like four hundred. One way, right? Five hundred. Okay. Yeah, one way. How much is it today? Oh, it's <laughs> probably like a thought. It's it's thousands right now. It's crazy. Bro, I couldn't even believe it. It's to the point where you have to seriously debate. All right, am I going to put the miles in the car? Do I want it? Like you know, like you, it's it's that expensive. So, um, because uh, you're on the show, I want people to understand. Like, we have an experience doing business together, right? It was probably one of the yeah. smoothest transactions I've done. This so much, bro. I've, I've owned, you know, forty cars in the last ten years. Um, keep it one hundred with everyone that's listening. How clean was that Range Rover I sold you? That thing was clean, brother. I mean, that was probably the cleanest Range Rover I've ever seen. I mean, so you know what's crazy? Right now, that Range Rover is probably worth another twenty grand from when you sold it to me. And I gave That's you how crazy I, the market is. I gave you a fair price. You gave me a fair price. And what's nuts is, could you imagine if that was a fucking two thousand nineteen G sixty three right now? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the G63s, I mean, you go to the dealer, you're paying at least 100 over. I mean, you can't even get it, first of all. But if you if you do find one, you're paying 100 over. Did you hear what's going on when the next G63 is coming here to LA? No, when is it? 2023, bro. That's crazy. Now, ready for this? One of my homegirls, she's on the show before. Her name is Emily Oberg. I specced out a car. She wanted a special color. She wanted to do certain things. She wanted really, really low MSRP. Boom. I got her a G550, not even a 63, okay? Mm -hmm. I got her a G550 out the door for like 99K. 2021, wow. all right? Do you know how much she could sell that car for right now, bro? Yeah, it's probably like 200 right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, for a 550, not even a 63, bro. No, I know. I mean, the, the 63s are closer to 300. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're getting crazy right now. So even the crazy part is now is I don't even look at cars that have over 5,000 miles on them. I'm seeing G63s with 17,000 miles going for 260. It's it's a wall right now. I mean, there's no inventory. I mean, it's it's crazy. So explain why, um, not new, new cars, 
explain why the used car market, the inflation is so crazy right now. Like what, what is your take on it? So it's a couple things. I mean, so pretty much when COVID hit, everything got shut down, right? I mean, manufacturers, they got, they got spooked. They, they cut production. They actually had to be closed. Um, so no one knew what was going to happen. That was probably the worst time in the auto business, uh, since like the, the great depression. That's how bad it was for that, you know, March and April or actually just March. April is when it kind of just went bananas because we had the PPP money come in and we had stimulus checks come in. And, you know, when people get money, the first thing they're going to go purchase is a car. So you had April, May, June, July last year was like record numbers. We've never seen such a huge, you know, turn in events, like from going where people could not believe what was happening, you know, just spooked. And next thing you know, they have tons of money they're just buying whatever they can buy buying whatever their dream cars because they, they're getting four thousand a month that's when the shortage started then in beginning of this year we had a chip shortage um we had a chip issue where a factory in japan burned down it was the largest uh it was the largest chip factory yeah and they burned down i believe in like february or march of this year and then a month later the second biggest chip factory burned down as well yeah it was february the first one yeah so you have the two biggest chip factories just they just are gone now so you have all these new cars sitting at the manufacturers without chips they can't even do anything with them they're just literally sitting there all built out but they're missing the chips some of these cars actually made it to america you know that right they're just sitting at the port because they're sitting they at, figured yeah. that they could figure that they would just put the chip in so you got s classes brand new s580s 2021 new body that are just sitting there 2022 sorry new bodies that got no nothing and there's no eta really no there isn't i mean so the problem is other companies ended up buying up those chips. So whatever was available, they ended up buying up all these chips. So now that's the first issue. Um, second issue is, um, I mean, there's no cars right now on the market, obviously. There's no new cars. Used cars have gone crazy. So since last year, the car prices have gone up almost 40%. Right. So if you had a car, if you had any car, you bought, like, say, 2019, your car went up 40% in value. You, you Like, if you bought a brand new car in 2019 or before, you can literally make money on it right now. That's how crazy the car market is right now. So check this out. A year ago, right? In two weeks, it'll be a year. A year ago, I bought a new body 2021 Escalade. Me and Kim K were like the first ones to get one, right? I bought the Onyx Edition Platinum Sport Package, right? It was the most expensive one. I had an ESV, just a regular the hardest one to get. There, there was very few. It was real difficult to get them in. You know, there's there was a you know a shortage of parts, metal, all kinds of shit. I think I paid one hundred eight. I had like a ten thousand dollar discount on the car, which is unheard of already. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, pay like one hundred eight. Bro, I drove the car for a year. I put fifty four hundred miles in the car. It was the most I've ever driven a car in a very long time. I don't can't tell you the last time I had three thousand miles on a car. Put 5,500 miles in the car, bro. You want to know how much I sold the car for? A year later, bro. What, did you sell for like 130? I sold for 130, bro. Yeah. So, That's the market right now. <laughs> you know, you know. I didn't know this until last week. I was at the Dodgers game. I went to a Dodger game. I saw a homie of mine. And he said he bought a 16-year-old new car. He said, oh, what'd you get him? He's balling out of control. Balling. And I was like, what'd you get him? Like, G-Wagon, what'd you get? You know, boom. He's like, nah, dog. I got him a Tacoma. I was like, oh, you know, good, man. You know, it's a pickup truck. It's a good car. You know, it's cool. I'm glad you got that. He's like, yeah, it's cool. I was like, oh, it was, you know, it was like, well, it was like 50 Gs, 30 Gs, 40 Gs. He's like, no, bro. 
got paid 90K for it. I was like, no, 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 not the Tundra dog, not the TRD, the Tacoma. And he goes, Ben, the fucking Tacomas are going for 40K over sticker right now. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like literally, if you can get a car right now at MSRP, that's a deal. Like you just need to jump on it because it's 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 gonna get worse. Because now we have like this magnesium shortage, where we don't have enough. You yeah, know, metal magnesium yeah. using everything. So that's that's gonna be the the new issue that we're gonna have. So I mean, they're saying this is gonna go into end of quarter four of next year, end of end of twenty twenty two. So let me ask you a question, Matt. You have, you guys have a, a, an actual storefront. I know you're doing stuff through FaceTime, but there has to be a storefront where people could like. How are people buying the cars from you then? So we we have uh, so we don't sell to the public. We sell to we provide the dealers with cars. Oh. So we get them frontline ready, and we provide the dealers with cars. Okay, so you're buying wholesale. Okay, okay, okay. Exactly. I get it. Okay, so damn, bro. Because remember, um, how long ago was it when we met up and you bought the car? Was it about a year ago? It was, I think it was earlier this year. I want to say it was March or April. Was it? I don't remember. It was earlier this year. I know that. Fuck, I gotta look back. Yeah, no, dog, no, no, dog. It had to be, had to be early, early. Okay, so question. Remember you picked up a Cullinan for a low threes? Had yeah. like, you said like 16, 17,000 miles on it, right? Yeah. So I, I picked that up off Platinum. Okay. That thing's got to be worth fucking four hundred now, no? Yeah, so I sold it last year. I sold that for three sixty. Okay, and so it's probably don't... closer to four hundred right now. Damn. So you don't deal with like, okay, for instance, you're only selling directly to dealers, right? Yeah. Okay, so you don't deal with banks. You don't deal with financing and all that shit, huh? No, none of that. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because, bro, I don't know if you know this now. TD Financial, Chase, these are the bigger banks that, that lease to like, you know, they, they do leasing for Lamborghinis and stuff. Because of all the PPP scams and all these crazy ass scams that happened during the whole COVID situation, I didn't even know this till recently. Because, you know, I finance, I lease cars, I don't give a fuck. Ain't no one going to say shit to me. Yeah. Bro, these banks won't carry more than 250K now on a loan. They just won't. Oh, wow. Some of these banks don't even carry 150. They just, and they need to see everything. Bank statement, fucking uh, two years tax returns, all this crazy shit. And it never was like that before, you know? And on top of that, they're not even letting these, so you know these places like Eurocar, OC, and like um, Iluso, Jake's, all these other places that you know, that sell cars. Yeah, for sure. They all buy cars from us. Yeah. They can't buy cars from individual people now because a lot of these banks, like GM Financial, GM Financial is not letting Anyone, but let's say, for instance, I bought a Urus, okay? And Lamborghini Newport Beach couldn't buy my Escalade from me. I had to sell it myself because GM Financial won't let them take the, you know what I'm saying? They won't let them do the third-party sale anymore. Yeah, so a lot, a, lot of, uh, a lot of companies are doing that now. So GM's doing that, Ford's been doing it, uh, Honda just started doing it. Why? Uh, Nissan. Can you explain uh, to me? Because the thing is, there's no inventory. So what they're doing is they're... So right now, this is what's crazy. So if you have a Honda... Like, say you have any Honda right now, any Nissan, you have literally about 8 to 10 grand in equity right now. This is the first time anyone's had 8 to 10 grand in their leases. <laughs> literally. You can literally make 8 to 10 grand on your car right now. That's how crazy it is. Holy but, shit. So here's the thing. These these manufacturers, they, they don't have new cars. So what they're doing is they're kind of forcing these... Uh, customers to bring the car back to them so they can just take it for the payoff. So say there's a you you have like a Honda CRV, the payoff is like twenty one grand. 
that that CRV is worth about thirty, if not more. But they're yeah. taking it in for twenty one thousand. So, um, about two months ago, my buddy in Seattle, he had nine thousand miles on his two thousand seventeen Prius. I don't know what kind of thing, but his lease was up like this year. So, you know, barely drove it. Cars in Ben Baller condition, you know, like how, how my car's in condition, right? He drove the car 900 miles here to Los Angeles. I forgot how much the payoff was. Payoff wasn't really shit. Bro, he was ready just to give them the car back. You know what I mean? Turned in. Like he was like, yo, I got a month left. I want to terminate my lease. Somehow the guy was so eager, he told him, he goes, hey man, how about if I give you $10,000 and you guys give us, you give me the car today? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you the car today. And he goes, no, I'm going to give you 10 grand. He goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he didn't understand what he was talking about. And this is in Glendale, right? He's like, he's like no, bro, I, I don't want to drive the car anymore. He goes, we understand that. Would you be willing to sell the car right now? Take it like, can we take it right now? Bro, I've never heard of that in my life, in my entire life, at a, in a Toyota, let alone any car, that he had one more month left on his lease and he was worried about, you know, like the trim, you know, the early. But, but first of all, if you have a good car, if you have a BMW or a Benz or something, you could turn your car in and get, you know, a month, they'll buy it, whatever. And they ain't tripping, you know, they're not like, especially you're under miles and shit. Yeah. They gave this fool a check for 10 bands and took care of the pay, whatever the payoff was and weren't even tripping at all. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is right now. And what's crazy is people usually don't know that they can make money off their leases. For the longest time, people just turn in their leases, give it back to the dealer, let the dealer make all the money, but you actually can sell your lease. No, I've been doing that forever. What are you talking about? I've, yeah, I've been, I mean, that's been doing that anyone, that, anyone that's smart knows, especially if, you're, if you have low miles, I yeah. mean, you can kill it on the lease. Yeah. I mean, think, bro. How many miles did I sell? Did I give you the Range Rover with? It was like a couple thousand, right? Now think about this: we had that fucking car for almost two years. We never drove it. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that thing was clean. I mean, you still had like everything was made on that car. I don't yeah. think there was a single scratch. No. You had all the extras, like oh, bro, everything. It was very the high MSRP. You know, the monitors, everything. It was crazy. So yeah, it was like that nice. Let me ask you a question, then, man. So right now, business is booming for you then, correct? Yeah, alhamdulillah. It's, it's, it's up there right now. It's, it's, I mean, the car market's probably the hottest market. It's the hottest industry right now. How long have you been doing Next this for? crypto. <laughs> I've been doing it now for 15 years. Okay. I started when I was like 19. I was going to say, fuck Ali, you look young as hell. Hold on, did you tell me you got three kids? I got four now. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just had my fourth. Congratulations, man. God bless you. Thanks, my brother. Okay, Appreciate so 15 you. years you've been doing this. Without zero doubt at all whatsoever, is this the craziest year of your in the car business? Yeah, by far. I mean, I thought last year was going to be. I thought last year was going to be a one and done. Like we're never going to have a year like last year, and this year has killed last year. It's like we're, we've like doubled last year's sales. Okay, so let me ask you. Everything has to have a correction. Stocks, the market, you know, crypto. There's corrections here and there left all the time. I've never seen a correction in the car market because we never got to this point. Bro, there's no way, you know, what goes on must come down. Bro, it can't just keep going up. Where's the money coming from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when do you think this stops? Honestly, I think like past 2023. I think I, I think the, the, the auto industry is changing. I mean, I think it's, there's, 
they're not going to produce uh, manufacturers are not going to produce as many cars as they have in the past. It's going to be low production. They're going to keep the hype like this. I mean, right now you have people dying, finding each other, to go get cars right now. Yeah. Like a Raptor right now is going, I think a Raptor MSRP is 50, 60 grand. They're going for like 120 right now. They're going double MSRP. Yeah. Like you can't touch anything right now. And you have people willing to pay that. So why in the world are they going to, you know, just bring all this inventory? And we used to get, used to be able to get a car 10 grand off MSRP back in the day. Yeah. Just two years ago. Bro, even the end of last year, I, I spec'd out a, sp a flying spur, you know, the new body just came out last year and I was able to get like 25, 30 K off the car. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, and then guess what? I didn't take delivery of it. And the person was like, yo, if you ever want to go to Cabo, if you want me to buy you dinner, this now, I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, uh, whatever you want, I got you. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about, Melissa? And she's like, I got you. Like, if you go to Cabo, let me take care of a couple nights. If you're going to eat, like, let me take care of some bottles for this. I was like, what? And then she told me, she's like, yo, you didn't take delivery. And I was happy you didn't. She goes, I sold that car for over. So I made full pop and then some. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. And by the way, going back to the Raptor, Raptors were already going for over, but I didn't know. I always thought that Raptors were 100,000. I never knew that they were, you know. And then that T-Rex, that which is the Raptor killer, that, that uh, Dodge yeah. T-Rex, I thought that was 120 grand sticker. When I found out what the sticker was on that car, bro, tell people what the sticker on the MSR, uh, the T-Rex is. I want to say it's like in the 60s or 70s, right? Okay. Bro, they're going for like 170, bro, if you can fucking find one. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's hard, man. I mean, like Corvettes. I mean, people, I mean Corvettes are going over 100 grand. That's like a 60 grand, 70 grand sticker. The new Corvette? The yeah. fake Ferrari? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so what about, um? so I got rid of my Trackhawk and uh, it was like a 108 MSRP. I bought it from Russell Westbrook. And um, I think I got rid of it with like, yeah, probably like 5,000 miles or maybe, no, no, 4,000, 3,000 miles. Maybe. No, I'm sorry. I'm a fucking asshole. I got rid of it with 3,300 miles. I drove the shit out of that car. 2021 uh, Trackhawk loaded every option. I sold it for like 92. Five, so I took like a thirteen k loss on. It. I didn't care because I made you know money on the other ones. Aren't Trackhawks up right now too? Everything's up, and <laughs> every single car is up right now. <laughs> like buckets are up. I mean, we used to. I mean, there's cars that we used to buy for a grand last year. Those cars are like four grand right now. Like the cheapest cars have appreciated the most. Like Fiat's and shit. Just no. Even I'm talking just buckets. Like thousand, two thousand dollar cars have gone up at least two, three hundred percent. What fucking car can you buy for a thousand bucks, bro? Right now, nothing. I mean, there's nothing no, I mean, out there. I mean, what car could you have bought a few years ago for even two thousand dollars? Probably like a high mile Civic, you know. Just, I mean, there's a bunch of like older cars, like old Cadillacs. Just a bunch of just, I mean, just stuff that's not gonna last, obviously. So hold on, a high mile. Let's let's just say, for instance, right now, I had a um. Let's say I had a 2015 Honda Accord with 25,000 miles. You're telling me right now I could probably get more than what my payoff is worth? Oh, 100%. On a Honda Accord, bro, really? On a Honda Accord, yeah. You'd be surprised. <laughs> okay, so tomorrow you're going to wake up, you know, go to work, and you're you're buying cars tomorrow? Or what, do you, what do you think? Like, what's the day going to look like, you think? Just if you're going to predict your day. 
I mean, so we have a staff. I mean, we, like I said, that, that our staff's buying about 40, 50 cards a day. Just strictly on FaceTime. We have people that are from 8 a.m. all the way to like 8 p.m. just on FaceTime, just purchasing cars. Okay. And then what do you, what do, you do with the cars after that? So we, we get them picked up. So what we do is we, we FaceTime the customers. We agree on a price. We wire them any positive equity, like say it's a lease and they have positive equity. We'll wire them the positive equity and then we'll take care of the, the payoff directly with the lien holder with the lien holder exactly what we did with your car right so um so that's what we do and then we get them to our lot we get them ready if they need if they need body work we get them fixed up if they need mechanical work we get them safety and checked and then we send them to auction oh shit okay so you go to auction okay so like i mean god damn bro you're buying cars on facetime dog like this is fucking wild how do people reach you if they want to sell you their car can you, can you tell the people so, I mean, the easiest way is just go on our website, thecartrackers.com. 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 That's the easiest way. You submit what you have there, and you'll get a call within minutes. Jesus. Oh, you can also call 714-699-9899. And uh, you can call or text there, and we'll get back to you right away. I'm just I'm just mind blown right now. You don't think this shit's going down until 2023. I'm like, God damn. Bro. No, I don't think so. I think the car market's just different. I think there's gonna be a lot of hype. It's kind of like shoes now. I mean, what's what's your biggest flex? Like your biggest flex is probably your car. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, are, are you guys moving Teslas too, or, or Tesla's not really moving too much? No, Teslas are moving. So we have an employee that <laughs> so listen to this. He he literally buys a Tesla like every couple of weeks, brand new. Brings it to us and we buy it off him and we sell it and we make money on it. That's how crazy the game is right now. He mean, buys a brand new Tesla. He leases it, turns around and flips it to us. He makes like two, three grand. And then we sell it and make money as well. Jesus Christ. So everyone, even at, at you know, basically a premium, everyone's still eating. Yeah. What about, what's this thing? Is it Turo? What's this? It's like, it's not an Uber, but it's like, what you could like, it's like Airbnb for cars, right? Yeah. Is that business up too or no? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, because so the whole rental game is up as well. So I mean, last year rental companies, I mean, they pretty much were going out of business, right? They they had to sell almost half their fleet. Now they're the ones that are driving up the prices as well because they can't get new cars. Usually they go and get you know hundred new cars from the dealer. There's no new cars for them to get, so they're buying up all the used cars as well. So you don't ever deal with like repos, right? Like repos, you don't, you don't have to repo shit because you guys don't do sell cars, right? You know, I mean, you don't do like yeah, exactly. No, no, we don't deal with that. Damn, I was just thinking about that. That's what I, that's the next month. If you know any good repo men that want to talk on the fucking on the podcast, let me know because I want to definitely, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit got me crazy, man. So yeah, what's that's the, the next that's the next thing? What's the most expensive car you've bought so far for car trackers? For car trackers, I mean, we bought I mean that Cullinan was up there. I mean, we bought a, a Phantom that was like four hundred plus. Um, we've had some Ferraris up there, like around four hundred plus. Do you drive, like, do you keep your cars for a long time or do you just kind of just swap out whatever? No, I usually swap out. Okay. So what, what what's currently in your stable right now, like your personal driving shit? So my personal, I got a 2021 Escalade, the ESV. Okay. Uh, I got a Tesla X. Okay. Um, I got, and then in my garage, I got a couple cool cars just parked. I got a, a 93 NSX. Okay. Um... Got a Supra. A new I one or the old school? Ferraris. No, the old school one. I got a couple of, uh, couple of Ferraris. Um, I got a lot of cool older stuff. 
in my collection. Like uh, I got some older uh, Porsches, a couple older Jags. Goddamn, Ali. Look at all that <laughs> shit, bro. We definitely got to link up soon, man. Yeah, so yeah, sure. dog, I, I just I just was just really curious about like the whole situation. This is nuts. And now I think that you broke it down, especially with the, the I didn't know about the second chip factory. I only knew about the first chip factory. I didn't know two of the biggest chip factories are done. So that's fucked up. I heard yeah, about the metal. So there's a shortage of metal. So that's fucked up right there. Then to make matters worse, I don't know if you know, every exotic car next year cannot have a V8 pretty much. You know what I'm saying? There's no naturally aspirated cars anymore. I mean, it was the last one to kind of make one. Everything's kind of going twin turbo. Then pretty much by 2025, they have to be hybrid. You know? Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, so, that's how we're going to go completely EV in, what, 2034, I believe? I don't fucking know. I just know it's... Yeah, I think it's 10 years. I mean, I think that's another thing. I think all the manufacturers are gearing up to go EV. Let me ask you a question, though. You think in uh like my cousin owns a gas station he's worried about that i'm like look bro there's always gonna be fucking gas cars dog oh yeah for sure i'm not worried about if anything that. you're gonna have so many people just having nostalgia there you know there's people that just want gas cars even even though like so the thing is that ev cars are gonna be only for brand new for brand new sales there's yeah. still gonna be used car sales that are gas and it's only california that's doing that i mean you have states like texas and all these other states that are probably never gonna go fully ev it's just fucking nuts, dog. There's so many other things I want to ask you, but it's kind of redundant. It's kind of like all the same shit we've been talking about. Like, it's just wild. Like, I drove, um, I just came out from a camping trip. I was gone for almost three days. And I passed by a CarMax. And the CarMax was like, I want to see Monrovia. I don't know if you've been in Monrovia before, but there's like a big BMW dealership over there. Some big stuff right yeah. off the freeway. And there was a CarMax. And usually, when I see the CarMax, it's like, you know, you know, 20 rows of cars packed you know what i'm saying and yeah. i lied to you like it was like maybe 11 rows that's a big difference you know when you see like you know it, it's it's kind of weird i mean that's a lot of cars compared to what's really out there i mean if you go to any honda toyota if you go to any mercedes if you go to any dealer right now i mean they got and new cars they probably got less than 50 new cars and that's 50 is a lot right now no. used cars is probably under 50 as well usually these guys carry Bro. three four hundred new and then like probably another three four hundred and used downtown LA Mercedes-Benz. They own the Porsche. They own the Nissan. They have a garage that has about 300 Benzes in there. Then they probably have another, like you said, whatever. Bro, I bullshit you not. The dude was trying to tell me they have less than 200 cars in their entire inventory, new and used. And I said, like, nah, it's impossible, bro. Come on. He's like, dog, I'm telling you. And some of these cars just aren't like, you know, I mean, bro, people, you, they don't realize this. You know you can actually get a new car without a radio in it. There's a weird, you know, weird options that you know you don't realize. Wait, so there's no radio in this car. Wait, there's no navigation. There's there's cars that are like that, and people don't give a fuck. They're just buying them. They're just weird. Yeah, they just need cars. I mean, everyone needs a car right now. All right, man. Well, what's your best advice for buying a car right now? I mean, if you're if you're thinking about buying something, I think you buy now. You don't wait. I mean, it's kind of like the housing the housing market. Everyone's like, oh, you know, it's gonna, they're waiting for it to come down. I don't think it's coming down right now. So if you if you see something you like, jump on it. Especially if you see something MSRP. I mean, I wouldn't second guess it. I would just jump on it right away. And then regarding selling your vehicle, I mean, obviously there's companies like us, car trackers. I mean, we'll give you more. We'll pay you more than any dealer. We'll pay you more than CarMax, Carvana, whoever's out there. We'll we'll beat their offers. And the, the the easiest thing is we come to you. You don't ever have to leave your house. Fucking insane, bro. Unbelievable. In fact, I might have some business for you, actually. No bullshit, no cap. I'm going to talk to you off the line. But also, I'm glad you brought up that leasing thing. People don't realize that if you do it right, you could definitely make money off a lease. 
you know, and yeah, it's you funny. can even buy your lease out right now. I mean, you're not going to pay that much in taxes. You could buy your lease out and still make money. Yeah. And the best thing about it is when you're doing car deals, some people don't understand. They think you should go to a dealership, buy, you know, depending. If you're doing with a high, mar- high market car, unless you're writing a check right then and there, it's a long process. It could take a day, two days, three days. You know what I'm saying? You might not get in and out. And now these dealerships, they're not calling you back because they're so overwhelmed, you know? And you like, it's hard not to take it personal, but then you realize, yo, just they're flooded. Yeah. It's crazy, I mean, bro. it's crazy right now. It's it's really crazy right now. Yeah, man. Well, Ali, bro, I appreciate it again. Um, if you guys want to go to thecartrackers.com and then what was the 714 number again? It's 714-699-9899. All right, man. That's my man, Ali. Tell him that Behind the Baller sent you. And uh, yo, if you want to sell your car, sell your car to him, he'll buy it. Even if, look at, if they're in fucking uh, in Miami, you'll buy it? Yeah, we'll, we'll buy anywhere. I mean, here's the thing. If anyone, if you come from this podcast, mention Ben Baller sent you and we'll, we'll give you an extra $100 on top of your, on top of your appraisal. <laughs> there it is, guys. All right, man. Yo, Miles, man, throw on some music real quick and we'll be right back. Thanks, Ali. All right, brother. I appreciate you. When the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. That's Roman ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or are just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment when the moment comes. Even though you are far from ordinary, The truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some sort of erectile dysfunction. Go to GetRoman.com slash baller now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. Roman system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on packages. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for your ED. The whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Guys, go to GetRoman.com slash baller today. And if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. Oh, that sound makes me smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. As you know, I've used Shopify for my personal site, and it's been a godsend. Yep. BBDTC.com uses Shopify and still does. Like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale 
to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and in-person sales. Gain insights as you grow with your detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash baller, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash baller right now. Shopify.com slash baller. All lowercase guys. All right. In fact, I use Shopify for IF and Co. too. Yo, man. So I, I just wanted to have my boy on here because uh, he knows what he's doing. And on top of that, bro, he's, he's bought some cars from me. And he's just a good dude to go to. So don't forget, hit up Ali. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Hit up thecartrackers.com uh, and that phone number I gave out. Uh, it was my best friend Jonas's 44th birthday uh, two days ago, October 23rd, 1977. It's been 10 years since he's passed away, and uh, I think about him a lot. Can't say I think about him every single day anymore. You know, I think about him a whole lot. You know, I got three kids that I think about every single day and a whole lot of shit. It's really wild, man. There's random things that I think about him for. I mean, obviously, you know, Cat Dick, Jonas B, my two strains, both named after him pretty much. And uh, I don't know. I just think about what he might be up to in heaven or if he's in hell. I don't know where the fuck, but I just was curious where the fuck he's at. I just really wonder what he's doing. And um, I don't know, man. You know, when it comes to this fashion shit, I think a fashion shit would be a lot different if he was alive. Like, no disrespect to Virgil, but he gave a lot of swag to that whole Donda family tree. You know, anyways, Jonas, I miss you, bro. Love you, obviously. Uh, shit, man. Yeah. You know, I've talked about it before on the pod early on. Talked about it on the anniversary of his death. And, uh, have to bring up a Jonas episode. I'll figure it out, man. Maybe bring up Nick Diamond, have uh, my boy Kevin on the show, figure it all out. But yeah, man, um, as of this airing of this show, I'll be in Seattle, you know, for a good like 30 hours or so, maybe a little more than that. Yeah, probably like 32 hours in Seattle. You already know I fuck with Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks game is tonight. This is a do or die game. No, it's not the playoffs. It's not playoffs time, right? But if we cannot win 10 games this season, okay, 10 games, which we should be able to do. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch, but we should be able to do 10 games. We need to get on it. We can't go two and five. Okay, we can get to a wild card game and probably play Dallas or fucking, you know, the Packers. Let's see what happens when we play the Packers because they're saying that Russ is going to be back sooner. You know, uh, I think we should beat Jacksonville Jaguars, there should be no issues at all. I'm not trying to hear shit. Look, this is crazy what's going on or as it is. But we need to get 10 games at least so we can get to a wild card. I've, I've mapped it out. I think we could do it. Okay, at the very fucking least. Listen, fuck the Saints. Okay, fuck that who that shit. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the Saints. They definitely can be beat. My boy Mike Dugar um, said some of the realest shit on his podcast, by the way. If you are a 12 fan, you a Seahawks fan... 
Listen to Seahawks Man to Man, M-A-N, the number two, M-A-N, okay? He has a podcast. He's an official Seahawks writer, reporter, all that shit. Watch his film, everything. Um, he said some shit so real last week. He said, last season, we had some really lucky things that had happened to us, like the Seahawks, where if a call doesn't go our way, you know, a pass doesn't get touched, something doesn't get hit, you know, momentum goes, the left, you know, couple little small things, just one little fucking thing, and we lose these close games. And we had like three or four of those, okay? This year, we should have won against the Titans. There's no question about it. And look how fucking crazy the Titans are playing right now. They're balling, right? We should have beat the Rams. It was been close, whatever, but we had a good chance. It was not Tyler's fault that he fell, right? And I'm sorry, it isn't his fault, but it's also not Geno's fault that there was an interception. Tyler fell is what it is. You know, we're on a run. We're about to come back. Them motherfuckers were shook and we had them, okay? We should have beat the Steelers, okay? So those little things didn't go our way this season. That's all right. It is what it is. We didn't take advantage of the momentum or of what momentum, right? There's no excuse now. Fuck the bullshit. Gino's got to win a game with us. We have the fucking, man, you kidding? But our fucking offensive weapons that we have on the receiving side, Alex Collins is fucking playing his ass off right now. No, he's a little injured. But look, tonight, there's no first time jitters, no nervousness. Fuck that. Gino's a cool motherfucker, okay? On this fucking Saints side, you know who's getting the ball. It ain't no fucking mystery. You know where the ball is going. Okay, hit Kamara in his nuts. Anyways, let's fucking go. Hawks, going to the game with my cousin, obviously. But you know what? My boy Thatch is rolling up. And you know that episode with Thatch ended up being a really big episode. Like overall, it wasn't like, I'm just saying like, just, you know, people fuck with that thing. But yeah, man, going to the game tonight. Tomorrow, going to have lunch with probably the homie Quandre Diggs, who's been on the show. Uh... Hopefully he ain't tripping if we lose. You know, last time I seen Michael Dixon, uh, you know, and, and I got to handle some small business. And then um, I'm back to LA on my gangster shit. You know, I got shit to do. Got things I got to fucking take care of. I got this thing on fucking Friday that who no fucking knows what's going to fucking happen. Anyways, uh, yesterday was NFL tight ends day. And the NFL contacted my agent was wondering if I would give a shout out to my boy, Travis Kelsey. And I did. Only thing is, I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Chiefs right now. It's fucking weird that the fucking Titans handle biz like that because they couldn't do that shit to us. Our defense is garbage. I know the situation with fucking Mahomes went out. He got hit in the head. Shit, you know. Um, but not really too many notables. I watched a little bit of football here and there. I was fucking camping. So, you know, I didn't get to catch everything. But I did think for a second that the fucking Rams, you know, were going to lose that game against Detroit. In fact, I'm going to get in that in a second. Um, I was hoping the Texans, they were looking promising for a little bit and the Cardinals just too much. And they are definitely the best team in the NFL next to Buffalo. Okay. Let me tell you something. The Niners are done. Period. Watch that game. Yeah. The fucking weather, blah, blah. And listen, fuck Trey Day. Fuck porn star Jimmy. It's sad. And people are trying to blame the coach. Blame Shanahan. Okay, cool. You know, is he a bad coach? He's not as bad as Pete Carroll. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Now, um, Robert Sala, you know, he was a great fucking defensive coordinator. He had to do what he had to do to come on. You always want to glow up, right? But our conference is no joke. You guys know that. Toughest conference in the NFL. 
So speaking of our conference, the Rams, people keep putting them as a top five best NFL team. Yes, not a, only only the Cardinals are the only team that that's six and all right now, right? Oh, I'm sorry, seven. No, the Rams are not a top five NFL team. Sorry, that's all cap. As my man Cuffs, the legend, would say, the jig is hovering. It is hovering with them all day. Look, I don't believe the Rams are a fucking top five team because you would have to destroy the shitty teams like Lionbugs. Oh, no, they still pulled out the L. Now, fuck that. They almost lost that game. They were fucking barely, barely, they barely beat them. Okay, one by nine, but then fuck all that bullshit. When we played them, like I said, the jig is hovering. That game against our backup quarterback would fuck around and expose them, man. I'm just trying to hear shit. Rams ain't fucking, don't fucking top five fucking team, man. Get the fuck out of here. But look, see what happens in a couple weeks, you know, after we get Russ back and everything else. Look, there's talks of us getting, there was talks of us getting Cam Newton. I'm like, eh, okay, as a backup, I'm not tripping to see what happens. You know, it could be something. I don't know. I don't really, I just, I don't know. I look at Cam Newton kind of like how I look at Dwight Howard, right? But when they said Deshaun Watson, I was like, hold on, bro. Now, y'all know I said fuck. When Russ was talking about leaving the team, I was like, psh, I'd rather have fucking Deshaun than Russ right now. Just being honest. Anyways, we'll see what happens tonight. And, and, you know, obviously you'll hear about it on my social media. I go crazy. Um, back to the NBA. You know, the NBA season started this week officially. And the Lakers seemed like they was in trouble. You see that fucking fight between fucking uh, Dwight and fucking AD. And it's just like, man, look, man, I just want this shit to fucking be right. We lost first two fucking games. But at the end of the day, look, regardless if we won last night, Vogel's got to go, man. He, he's just a shitty ass coach. He had to go last year. I just, I, you know, I don't know. We got a lot of vets. We got basketball IQ. And look, I still can't believe that Carmelo Anthony is a fucking Laker. And last night he balled hard. That motherfucker was hooping his ass off, right? Now, look, John Morant, you know, yeah, he got his little fucking uh, 40 points and 10 of the first. And Grizzlies. Looks, the Grizzlies have been around for fucking, you know, not that long. So who gives a fuck? As far as Lakers, as far as Melo, look, he just passed. Who the fuck did he pass? Not Will Chan, what the fuck did he pass? I forgot. Moses Malone or some shit. Top nine, all scoring. Yo, Mellow ball last night. I can't believe this motherfucker was not on a team for a little bit. He had to take fucking bare minimum from fucking Portland. This shit is crazy. So I'm excited. I just got floor tickets to the Laker game. Can't wait. I was going to take my boy Michael Rapport. Thought we were going to get kicked out of the fucking stadium. Might have some more tickets I'll get in, in January. If you see what these Laker floor seats are going for. Um, there are no seats right now. Uh, even the cheapest ones are probably like 25 a ticket. So I was like, man, that's a lot of fucking money. But I'm taking my man, George Lopez. George has done so much for me. So definitely, uh, I'm excited to go see a game uh, this next month. Fucking hyped. Super hyped. It's actually in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Then probably get some tickets uh, on my birthday month and figure that out and see what's up. But yeah, man, I'm excited for this season to start. Uh, speaking of seasons, LA, this and that, right? You already know, Dodger fan um, since 1977, 78. Uh, my first game was in 77, went to the World Series in 78. We lost that shit to the Yankees. You know, so funny, man. This dude was trying to say some shit like, yo, man, you bad luck. People try to make those jokes. It's like, yo, you know what's funny? 
I've been to fucking 16 Dodger games this year, right? And we lost five of the ones I went to, but won 11 of the ones that I went to, okay? What's funny is, my boy, because you're bad luck, that motherfucker was with me for four of those five losses. So maybe your dumb ass is bad luck, which is fucking hilarious, man. But yeah, we lost the game four at home. Game three, I was at. Game four, we lost. And then game five, came back, you know, elimination, whatever, boom. And then game six, man, you know, just, we got no offense. We got everyone's hurt. You know, we got no fucking Bauer. We got no Dustin May. We got no fucking Kershaw. We got nothing. We had nothing. Felt bad. My boy Walker Bueller tried to go out there and do his thing. And it just, it is what it is. So, you know, um, it's Houston versus Atlanta. Don't think the rating's going to be that great. I'm just keeping it 100%. If it ended up being Houston, LA, that ratings would have been fucking off the roof. The only thing is they would have washed the fuck out of us. They would have killed us. And I'm here to say this on the record. There's going to be no more Houston cheating talk from me. That's it. It's over with. They 100% cheated in 2017. Guess what? They're back. They came back. Fair square. They balling. Jordan is fucking balling his ass off. The team's doing good. Fuck them still, regardless. You know, I want to see my boy Jack, you know, get another WS. That would be fucking amazing. Get back-to-back rings with two different teams. Did that rhyme? Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Um, but I hate seeing Jack in that Atlanta Braves jersey. But I'm happy for him. You know, it's fucking lit. So, you know, it's go Braves. Fuck the, the Astros. See what happens, though. Obviously, Houston is, um, is uh, you know, they're, they're favored. But it's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, that's it for the sports talk. I've been practicing golf with my fucking trainer. He, my golf coach, you know, and he's he's really helped me out a lot. He's a fucking amazing dude. So anyways, um, box breaks. My top's chrome box breaks. Motherfuckers are busting out one of five Mike Trout autos. I've been busting some shit. Um, you know, I'm still breaking boxes down. If you want to be one of the people who want to jump on one of my one of 10 boxes signed in the gold auto, let me know. Hit behind the baller pod at gmail.com. I haven't figured out what I'm going to sell them, you know, where or how I'm going to sell them. But I'm just letting you guys know I'm only doing 10 of those. I'm doing some signed packs and other things like that. And I'm doing two more sets, full sets, signed folder, uh, adding some parallels in there, some really good cards. The last one went for 16 and change. So I'm going to do two more. I'm going to number them. So you see that it's two or three and three or three. If that dude lets me write them back or some whatever. I'm only doing three sets. That's it. Complete sets. Uh, yeah. Also, my Netflix Squid Game official Netflix. Not some bullshit little random collab. Official licensed Squid Game collaboration with Emotionally Unavailable. And Netflix is still out right now. I think there's still running it. They didn't produce it. It's made to order. Netflix wants this shit to be out there like that. Yep. Go to emotionallyunavailable.com and go grab that collab. What the fuck else was I just about to say right now? I just fucking lost my train of thought. thought I wrote down some fucking notes, but I can't remember what the fuck I was just talking about. Jock, baseball cards. Oh, the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ, am I crazy? My Project 70 Jock Peterson Jocktober card drops this week. It all makes sense. He made the World Series. Let's fucking go. I haven't had a Project 70 card in a while. I've been fucking busy. You see what the deal is. Yo, guys, this Thursday, I am dropping an episode. So 
You don't have to worry about it. You're going to get your two episodes this week. This episode is going to be the questions episode. It is over an hour long. Hope you guys like it. It is fucking dope. Okay. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please remember to tell a friend about this show. Tell a friend to tell a friend about BTB. All right. And please hit that subscribe button. All right. And always, always remember, say it out loud. What are we going to say? What am I going to say? Say it out loud in your car, wherever you are. What am I going to say? I'm not going to say it because you already know what I'm going to say. All right. But yo, we're out, yo. That's it. That's it. Lakey, what's good? Yes, sir. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.